Thomas for you. Dude, like, that was to meet the Robinsons. And that was probably one of the best parts of the entire freaking movie was the very, very end. Obviously, I cried. Did you cry? Special guest, did you cry? I'm a man. I don't cry. Alan oh, on? Yeah. yeah. We got Alan. <laughs> we have Alan on. We have Alan on with us. <laughs> He's joining us for this episode. Yeah. Um, he who shall not be named. named. There we go. Yeah, that's who you are. This is the Advocacy Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. And Alan on. I'm Alan yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Episode 33. 33. Man, we're, we're still here. Can't get rid of God, us yet. so weird. <laughs> I love that song. I mean, it's just a great song. You know, I, I will say this, right? Okay. Like, Child grew up born in the 80s, obviously early 80s, but grew up through the 90s. Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20, underrated band. Oh, I, they could be the best band in the world, in everybody's opinion, and I would still think they're underrated. They, oh, they're it's like Nickelback. Match. What? No, I had to say it. Come uh, on. Uh, it's like, but they're, okay, tell All me. Right, are you a Nickelback like, fan? Tell me <laughs> that <laughs> you, don't, you don't sing along or you don't listen to them. Oh, do they have. If uh, Photograph comes on. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm singing that. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's like Creed. They kind of, they, Absolutely. what happened? What was the other band that sounded incredible. like them that like has like a flash in the pan and kind of disappeared? They were like Creed, like Nickelback. Weren't they like a Christian group? They kind of were, but kind of um, not. Didn't, um, I, 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 didn't they just play at the, uh, the casino with, um, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure. I'm going to be laying in bed at like two o'clock in the morning. And be like, yeah, oh, that's there it is. Every time. Yeah. Talking about collective soul. Cause they were just, no, no, no cause they weren't. I love Although their sound soul. was that way. They, yeah, they, they weren't. Yeah. It was, um, they literally just played at the casino <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm, it's killing me because they were like, seriously, it had like one song that was decent and then poof, gone. And then gone. Yeah. yeah. We'll remember like halfway through the show. And probably because they it. only yeah, had probably. one song. That's that true. That's true. Yeah, totally. But I would say my, my favorite like underrated band, like of the that era, the Wallflowers by far. Oh, dude, the Wallflowers are so good. Mm. Mm. That the uh, the album one headlights on. Did that okay, that was alright. Slaps though. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some good songs. It is on good. That. Yeah, it is good. Jacob Dylan, the lead singer. It's Bob Dylan's kid. Come on. It does nothing for me. Hold okay. on. I don't think whatever. I mean, I get it, but yeah, you know, like I think he's better than his dad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say Jacob Dylan's better than his dad. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not a Bob Dylan fan. So. No. So Ryan, you Anyways. had a a fantastic weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun. I was um, hoping you'd get me something too. Dude, no, it's so my dad. Is, dude, you does saw he it. package up the heart? Because I'd really like to have some. I wanted him to, but I don't know if he did. I don't think he saved any of the organs. But I love heart, and that's yeah. what I was hoping to me have too. I want a heart. If heart. I got it, if I got, <laughs> you'd eat it. Heart, it's awesome. Yeah, but you only eat the lower half, but. That's Tristan always looking for a heart. That's on. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that and I thought I heard it, but I wasn't sure. And then you're like, yeah, heart. And I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe gotta, I just heard things. No, you got to put the heart on the plate, right? <laughs> eat that up. That's okay. It's no big deal. You, yeah, you love to eat up the heart on um, anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I went elk hunting oh, and uh, struck out. Didn't see a living creature. I think I saw a rabbit and that was it. And he didn't take but that I did bad get boy it. out? No. Dude, I'm elk hunting. I'm not going to shoot a rabbit if an elk is like sitting just outside the trees waiting to come out. You didn't see anything. So you might as well take out that rabbit with a 308 uh, shot. Did yeah. not shoot my 280. Where'd it go? But- <laughs> <laughs> Basically, exactly what happens. Red mist. Why is there poof? So I, uh, well, we tried like calling wolves because we heard them on our last day. Like we were out there howling after dark. It was after shooting hours and we're like, all of a sudden, and it was like maybe a ridge top or two away. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay, this could be fun. Like, 
I didn't have my spotlight with me. It was back at camp, but we had the four wheel with the headlamps on it and stuff. So I'm like, all right, let's start howling back. And they, we couldn't get him to come in, but like he howled really loud at one time for like three times in a row. So finally I just, ooh, and just went off. He shut up, he like went silent. <laughs> and like either one, he was running to me or he like took off. Cause Here's the thing. Somewhere out here, uh, there's a, there's a group of people sitting at dinner and they're telling a story about how <laughs> they saw some hunters <laughs> on another ridgeline. <laughs> And started howling at me. <laughs> and they idiots. started howling back. They started howling back. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Did you see Bigfoot? No. That's what I mean. We're in the, the PNW, right? So <coughs> this is Bigfoot territory. Uh, he didn't no. see Bigfoot, but Bigfoot did see him. Yes, though. Bigfoot yeah. saw me yeah, a couple probably. times. Yeah. And uh, apparently Bigfoot sounds like a wolf howling, too. So you, maybe I did yeah, see Bigfoot. He likes having know. fun with people. Isn't there, isn't, isn't there another one that sounds like that? Um, what's the... Uh, the Old, in, can I say Indian? Yeah. What's the old Indian or Native American? Come on. Whatever. Um, Indigenous People's Day last week. The, uh, yeah, the Chupacabra? It's no Chupacabra. It's not, not from the Mexico. Chalupa. Yeah. Nope. It's it's the, oh, it's the one that, that pulls people off into its little cave and, and holds them in there for like food and leftovers or whatever. And it mimics animal, animals. I have no idea. I, my brain has that not functioned yet once no today. Oh, it, it totally like, is. It sounds like a movie that would be on the Sci-Fi Channel. If you've ever yeah. watched Supernatural, you've seen an episode about it. So I mean, that's just, <laughs> I mean that's how it is. So, but cool. So you struck Something out. It would be on Mystery Science Theater three thousand. You struck me <laughs> yeah. out. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I did strike out, but uh, okay. I, it, I mean, it was beautiful out there. So I didn't really complain too much. But that's good. My dad did get a monster seven by six. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Dude, oh, beautiful. Three eighty score. Show him. Show him the picture. Do you have the picture? Yeah, totally beautiful. Dude, this, this elk is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but my uncle got a 350 bull too the same day. So like they both dropped the hammer on a couple freaking monsters. Big boys. Yeah. So um, I was hoping for a cow. That's really what I wanted. Um, There's lots of cows over here. All you got to do is just go to a pasture. Yeah, seriously. Nah, a cow, Anywhere. Cow elk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but Ryan's out there oh, hunting the great white buffalo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can just like, claim that I'm from California and shoot a llama. But yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Dig on Californians. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Yeah. That, that's a. Our listeners have no idea what they're missing. That is beautiful. Look at the look at the, the brow tines. Sure. Oh, dude, you could totally post that. Well, He's I mean, got a fork in his brow tine. Yeah, yeah. This thing is wow. Oh, wow. It's a magnificent, magnificent creature. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge elk meat fan. So, luckily, I mean, yeah, I've got until the end of this weekend to get an elk. But I kind of feel like I'll be eating tag soup again this year. But um, my dad's like, yeah, I've got we're having elk for dinner tonight and tomorrow. And tomorrow, <laughs> come on down. And I'm like, all right, all right. I'll grab some. But uh, yeah, so he's he's got a couple hundred pounds of meat off that bad boy, and so uh, the Wendigo. Wendigo. It's the Wendigo. There Wendigo. They are scary, yeah. Yeah. like scary, scary. Mm-hmm. There are people that go missing just randomly, and other craps are near. Like uh, maybe he got the Brian Laundry guy. The Wendigo. No, that would be no payback. He, he is legitimately in his parents' backyard in their bunker under the grass. That's where the homie I heard that is. Theory, theory, yeah. Have you seen yeah. the video? No. There's a video of his parents out in their backyard because they're out there often now, mm-hmm. um, kind of messing with their their little flower bed almost. Mm-hmm. And you see the mom reach down, and you literally see something underneath, the size of a hand, reach up and grab whatever, and then come back down. And when you put it in black and white, it's even clearer to see. 
You know that the internet. You don't think much the, FBI, the FBI? You don't think the FBI would be all or like yeah, dog the bounty hunter would be back there or like Patty Mills or whatever that guy is at Patty First, Mayonnaise. Dog does not know about the internet. He is too old, and he's he's not the dog that we used to love and know. So sure. what's the the other guy, Patty Mayo or whatever? That's like a bounty hunter too. Oh, he's the dude that has all the videos. He's like in the yeah. black stuff. Yeah, he's freaking entertaining, dude. I love watching him. Yeah, he should be all over that too. Oh yeah, but I'm telling you, like, <laughs> like it. Take use the internet. I mean, there are so many people in the internet just bored out of their mind. They're like, "We're going to check it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going like, to crack this crazy. case." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it's very very simple. Like it's not. Hard. How many drones do you think they have flying over? Oh, their house seriously. Right now? Yeah, they should. Tons. Probably like fifty, yeah. just like <laughs> easily <laughs> at all times. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. So cool. uh, when to go? You being frat daddy? I am being frat daddy. You want to give a shout out? Yeah, shout out to my Alpha Kappa Lambda peeps. Brandon, what up, homie? I'm um, glad you're down there watching out for my daughter. <laughs> Makes me feel good, sort of. It's weird to say that to a frat dude. Yeah. Look out for my daughter. <laughs> hey, I trust you. Look out for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. she, she you sound like the most naive else. person on the right. planet. Like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I trust this frat guy with my life on with my daughter. And his mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a cool cat. Mm-hmm. Um, Seen too we've many met movies. in person. Yeah, I know. So, exactly. That, yeah. That's hard part. Yeah. So my daughter is dating somebody, which is good. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, okay, here's the thing, though. Like, you're 18. You're in college. Mm-hmm. Everything goes. That's where you learn. That that's where and mm-hmm. and I hate saying it, but it's true. Like it, between, I will do the slow head nod. Between of, eighteen and twenty five, yeah. You you really you you experiment. You do all the stupid crap. You get it over with, and you learn. Hopefully, you're done Hopefully. with it by then. I believe it was yeah. Homer and Simpson said something in one of the episodes. It was there's a time and a place for everything, and it's called college. Mm. And that's yeah. Usually, <laughs> I don't think Homer went to college though. No, he did not. No. Had to have been somebody else. He was talking to like that. Homer. He was talking to like Bart or Lisa or something like that. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's true though. So I, I kind of wanted to shout him out. Um, I know they're listening to the podcast, and I think it's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love it. Uh, but don't feel like a dude after the episode. <laughs> okay, like that's a big thing. The whole podcast is about growth, and I, I always forget that our audience. Include some of my, my kids' friends, like 15-year-olds. Yeah. And usually I'm speaking to 30-year-olds that, you know, I've gone through some stuff and learned whatever. But if you're young and you get in with the podcast and you go, man, I feel like the biggest schmuck in the planet, it's okay. Mm. That's how you check yourself. That's how you grow. Use it for that reason. That's what it's all about. You're going to yeah. have to experience it before you learn because we're men typically. And I don't know. Uh, oh. Female audience, please speak up. Do you have to experience something before you learn like a dude does? Because you know how, like, don't put your hand in the burner. A man will eventually put his hand in the burner because we're stupid. (laughs) Stick that paper clip in the electric socket. (laughs) And then pee on it. (laughs) But that's how it works, right? Like, I don't know how many guys in the room. There's three of us, right? Lick that car battery. Lick the red terminal. Have you guys peed on an electric fence before? I was going to bring that up. Yeah. We all have, right? Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Hand goes up. How many women do we know have peed on an electric fence? I know it's tougher. I mean, for them. it's a little bit of a different. They can still do it. I've seen a girl I'm trying to do. think of the physics. Would they yeah. straddle, or would they have to like? Can I be honest? Pirouette, raising right. a leg. I've like, seen yeah. a girl pee a fire out. Huh. It's amazing. They can get the actual <laughs> distance we can get. I was blown away. It was. I, she had to crab walk. <laughs> that's right up to that fire. Kind of how it turned out. Yeah, just leg spreading. <laughs> was this after forward. the she became, uh, you know, an yeah, Amazon so it was, favorite? That is not a. Yeah, it was before. So was she a they them or? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but no, it was totally amazing. Um, it was really, really cool. Because I didn't know that I could. I, Honestly, as a guy, I had no clue I could do that. Girls, oh yeah, that's 
in, write your name in snow, I guess, with your That's friend. one of those moments know. where you take a, a mental note. You're like, I learned something today. Dude, I really did. So, but yeah, they can do that. So has, has any woman done that? Been like, hey, I know it's going to shock the crap out of me, but I still have to pee on it. I think we're asking the wrong crowd. <laughs> I don't know. I'm no, sure I've got I, friends I, that listen. You're I want right. to know. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is until you brought that up, it's not like that comes up in conversation on a regular basis. Hey, guess basis. what? No, I peed on your fence yeah, the other day. No, but to have a complete, there's three of us here. Yeah. And all of us are, yeah, Why not? I've done that. Oh, wow, I didn't know. I've done that. Yeah, I mean, everybody's, I'm pretty sure almost every guy has I done that. I was the only idiot in the room. Uh, as long as we're all, we're a little country that over hurts. here. So we don't that mind. hurts. <laughs> I'm going to ask Colby something next time you do on. Something you do one time. And only one. And only yes. once. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally going to ask Colby impression. next time she's on. I'm, she's a country girl. I'm pretty. She was raised on a farm. I know. I'm, I'm, she has. I, she I don't went know. hunting also. I think she yeah. went hunting with her dad. She did so I'm hunting, gonna, yeah. We're going to find out. Colby, <coughs> if you're listening, expect that. Okay. Do you have the ability to make live phone calls on air? Oh, I mean, absolutely can. There but there no, call we don't her, call her via Facebook <laughs> messenger. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you're on the air. I want to know if you've peed on an electric fence. Can you answer a question for us real quick? Yeah. Are you we, totally going to message her and be like, hey, can you take a call right now? <laughs> no, but, I mean, I mean, I could. She's got, she has kids, you know, I don't, I don't interrupt true. that whole yeah. thing, but maybe she maybe gives her kids some bad ideas. I can add that note, so for sure. Um, hey, so speaking of things you did when you were young and dumb, what are the things we wish you knew when we were 20? Not to pee on the fence or outside of taxes, saving money. Like don't get like, it, don't get do a credit card. <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> until you're old enough to yeah, compounding exactly. interest. Yeah. Right, right. Things I hey, wish that when 21 percent credit card you just got for a free T-shirt. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to name one thing that I wish I knew when I was 20 to buy Bitcoin. I was just going to say that. Who doesn't? Right? Yeah, I could. I mean, looking back on it, and going, man, if I would have spent a buck on it, so a dollar things I would have known when I was 20. I knew a guy like eight years ago that was absolutely crazy into Bitcoin. He was setting his computer up to mine it every day, yada, yada. And yep. uh, we were just like, this guy is the most. Does he drive a Tesla? All he, would talk. Pro- he probably doesn't live in Coeur He probably uh, owns half of Coeur d'Alene now. I don't know. Because I know a guy that has a Tesla lives in Coeur d'Alene, and he's like, I talked about Bitcoin with him. Like, this is six years ago, probably, when it first kind of started. The dude now, I saw him, I ran into him, like, so how's that Bitcoin working out for you? He's like, very good. I'm like, yeah. oh? <laughs> I was yeah. like, so what have you been investing, like, your windfall for into it goes to real estate. Like how many homes do you own? 14. Oh my Lord. Yep. I'm like, and it makes oh. sense. Okay. Dude, but could you imagine even back 14 when rentals owning a home? Things I wish I could tell myself when I was 20. Buy property. Buy a home in Coeur d'Alene before <laughs> 2019. No, yeah. buy a home in Coeur d'Alene <laughs> in 2008. <laughs> mine yes. would have been, yes. yes. Mine would have been no when doubt. you divorce, keep the house. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Cause like we, we literally <laughs> bought one right out of high school. Like, a couple of years later, it was like legitimate. Really? Yeah, we bought one. Good oh. for you. Yeah. It was. That's oh. a mature thing to do. No, it wasn't yeah. me. It was all her. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. I'm a dude. She's I was like, like nesting uh, already. What kind of subs can I put in my car? <laughs> exactly. You know? Do you want with the MTX or the JL audio? Playing Need for, Need for Speed <laughs> 1 on my Sega. So <laughs> that's why we're supposed to live man and wife. That's what they bring to the table. Yeah. yeah, yeah equally yoked, yes. Uh, so all, that's why they mature so soon. So that Yeah. They can uh, fix all of our dumb and make sure we're right on the good path ahead of time. Absolutely. No, there's, I mean, there's so many things that you could go off of either financially or just emotionally. Like, don't put yourself in stupid positions to like mm. compromise your, your like beliefs. Like when you have a conviction, mm. stand on it. Like okay, no matter what people around you say, like you mm-hmm. need to you stand for something. And you are so the adult in the room. Seriously. 
I mean, I could go with other things like <laughs> talk to the hot blonde chick because she ended up like having a crush on you that I found out five months out or five years after the fact. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not going to go that route. But. Well, I mean, so so one thing I always teach my kids is like, dude, look, if you're interested in somebody, just go say it. Because the reality is that in high school, it doesn't matter. I you're mean, still going to be, uh, what's the worst thing happens? You find the one Alan or you're on, single still. Yeah. So yeah. Alan and I, are, and I have been friends for a long, long time, right? Which is mm-hmm. phenomenal. But like. He pays well. <laughs> I do. But, but the reality is it's like, keeps you around to make you look better. It's like we, we all have, we all have those little regrets because we didn't make the move. We didn't whatever. <laughs> and to think about it, I mean, like realistically, how many people do I hang out with that I hang out with from high school? And, and if you, if you count at most, right. More, five most people under, can see on yeah. your handful. If you say at most, probably 10 people, right. <clears throat> at sure. most, at most. Sure. Right. And yeah. you'll, you'll see yeah. some people you will, you know, I talk to people on Facebook and stuff, but like the reality is you're talking 10 people from the <coughs> high school you graduated at with a class of four or 500, right? hundred. Yeah. At least something yeah. like that. Huge. Mm-hmm. And then, and you were probably friends with other people in other graduating one, classes, one, right? 178. But, but Ooh. still, if you think about it though, <laughs> you're talking five of 178 and we're mm-hmm. talking 10 at most of, yeah. of a lot. Right. I mean, it didn't matter. None of it mattered. Yeah. You could be related to half the people, but yeah, I mean. Well, you, you know, <laughs> part of that is that's one of the things you learn as you grow. Uh, and and, and may, this might fall within that list of things that I wish I knew when I was younger. Uh, you know, be careful who you surround yourself with yeah. and choose your friends wisely. Choose you, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. They're, yeah. The, yeah. they're the family that you choose and you become who you sur- surround yourself with. So if you are spending your time with people who aren't, trying to bring out the best in you, aren't trying to make you grow, aren't trying to call you out when you do stupid stuff, mm-hmm. uh, then choose better. And that's, for me, I, I had, I surrounded myself with a huge amount of people. And as I got older and older and started really looking at these relationships, it was easy to determine that there were a lot of them that weren't healthy. A lot that were, though. A lot of absolutely amazing people that I do absolutely still spend a, uh, a good amount of time with. But, yes, you do. But, uh, yeah, you brought up that you shouldn't. I'm glad you brought that up because it triggered something to think it was like for guys, right? What's one of our biggest issues when we're in our twenties? Pride, right? How many times have we let our pride ruin relationships mm. when we were younger, especially just our being hot headed and brash. It yes. could be like an ex girlfriend. That's actually a really good person. Mm-hmm. We were just like wanting to be mad about something or like wanting to be <laughs> like right or something stupid. Yeah. And we just let our pride get in the way. It could be one of your buddies that ended up dating a girl that you liked that ended up getting married and they have kids now. And they're like, and you just like, I, I, screw that guy, whatever that could have been me. Right. Th- there's all of those things. But I think for a 20 year old, get over your pride, right? Mm. That's something that's got to be checked. Like, right. Mm. Put it on the back burner. There's one thing being confident. There's another thing being prideful. And not just twenties. You know, I think that that's something that we as men struggle with throughout our lives. Absolutely. That's something that we need to keep checking ourselves with. Because you know, I'm speaking for myself, I know that that is a big deal, especially as a father, especially as you know, somebody traversing through difficulties in life. You look at it and you go, you have to take that step back and go, Am I making these choices because it's my pride telling me that I have to because I deserve or whatever. You know, that feeling, whatever label you want. Yeah. Or <laughs> is this the right thing to be doing? And I get a sense of good pride afterwards yeah. because I've done the right thing. Yeah. And, and you said like put in right context too. And I think that, you know, one thing that I've seen from the fruit was like from past relationships, I dated somebody in my mid twenties that I'm so glad that I didn't burn that relationship. 
because they were a huge asset in my life later on. When I went through my divorce, I didn't go back to them. They wrote me a character reference. Nice. I mean, going to court with a character reference from an ex-girlfriend. That's pretty cool. And I mean, it's, cool. it's pretty awesome. Like I can walk through that door and be like, you know, and now she's an attorney, but like yeah. <laughs> having a statement saying like, no, this is like who you are. And, and I've never seen that out of you and all this other stuff. Like being able to keep, not burning bridges. It's, yeah. Okay. We didn't work out romantically, but it doesn't mean I throw away that relationship and yeah. never talk to that person again. That's living with honor and having character that yeah. is unquestioned. Yeah. It's so, and, and, and so younger guys, if you're listening, understand it's okay if a relationship fails. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Absolutely. Like don't, don't take it to heart. Yeah. I mean, because again, even if you're in college also, you're probably never going to see these people again. No, no. let's be real. Yeah. You're going to have like yeah, three yeah. friends from college. You're going to actually retain and be like, sweet, you know, good to go. And what's, and understand this too what's meant to be will stick mm-hmm. if it's not meant to be for you it's going to pass through your life yep so yeah. well and as far as relationships the advice that i always give there is one person hopefully there's one person that you are meant to spend the rest of your life with there's that one person that will be your day-to-day and if it takes a bit to find them and if you find these relationships oh you know it's okay i'm happy she's hot he's attractive you know all of this stuff you're looking at at it for the wrong reasons <laughs> and you don't want to let it go because oh well it's you know i don't want to start all this again no no if it's not right and you know it's not right, and you both know it's not right, there's nothing wrong with that. Find the one who is right. Yeah, walk away. Instead of creating a situation that is going to end in divorce and is going to end in heartache. And no. Good people are good people, man. Keep good people in your circle. Like if you find a good person that really cares about you, male or female, keep them in your life. Like don't push them out and friend zone them and like kind of keep them on the fringe. Bring them into your circle. Mm -hmm. Keep, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, I had some great people in my life that kind of like, I regret letting them slip away as far as relationship wise and not dating relationship, but just like the interpersonal time. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I look, yeah. I look back at it and I'm like, man, I could have really used that person like now because of how good they were to me then. Mm-hmm. And I took advantage of it. Like I just took it for granted. And yeah, I mean, you don't want to end up in that position where you have regret over letting people. That's walk a tough out. one yeah. because I mean, like really we don't learn as, as guys, it's hard for us to learn that, Later down the road, we're going to regret something. Yeah. Mm. Let's be real. Mm. We were young and dumb and stupid and full of testosterone and just going insane. And like, you just, you, you become an adult, you move out of your parents' house and you're like, ah, yeah. I own the world. <laughs> Freedom! <you know? laughs> like, I am invincible! You walk yeah. around of the semi entire time looking for where you can, yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. where you can dock it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. that's really what it is. You yeah. know, like, you're like, oh, I can party now. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And you do all the stuff that like your parents didn't let you do. Because you need to experience it. And, and hopefully by the time you're, you know, like mid-20s, you're done with that. You're like, okay, I grew. I understand. I don't need that anymore. And you move on. Um, Your hometown and what you were in high school is not the goal to be when you're 30. No. If, if, you are the, if you are the top in your hometown, <laughs> yeah. you're probably no. not big stuff anywhere else. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out at Kelsey's and talk about how good I was when I was 16 years old. In my letter jacket. Yeah. 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 And then, oh gosh. <laughs> let me, let me buy, We've seen let that. Me buy this 18 yeah. year old a drink. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if you're not life. seeking personal yeah. growth, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing that I've done so far. I mean, like, I, it's really nice. And, and I've talked to my kids. I mean, there are people that, that don't grow with you or the direction you do. And you find that out in high school and beyond. And so the older I get, the more I'm like, man, you know what? These people aren't really going the same direction I am or doing what I'm doing or trying to follow what I'm following. So I, I kind of, I'm not as 
there as often. I'm not spending all the time there because I'm like, I'm not really into it, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I have more that I want to do. And I guess yeah. this is kind of tie into something that I wanted to allude to that I remembered I want to talk about on the show. Oh, good. Um, but be willing to give yourself some slack. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't allow yourself, yeah, to allow yourself forgiveness. To, yeah. Forgive yourself because you're going to do stupid crap and you're going to continue to do it through the rest of your life. Like newsflash, you're never going to yeah. stop doing stupid things or saying stupid things. Yeah. You are going to be retarded forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's really and, how it, how it boils and down some, to some, in some ways, you know, we're, we're our worst <laughs> critic. Right. And so I got a piece of work back from my, my son. He's in kindergarten. And his teacher gave me a paper. They did a self-reflection last week on like how he thinks he's doing in class. In kindergarten? In kindergarten. Self-reflection. Wow. Just like a self, huh. like, hey, how do you think you do reading? How do you think you do writing? How do you think you're okay. doing math? Like, what, how do you <laughs> like, do, like, do you I'm think you, that. do you yeah. think Your you listen? Gets all philosophical. Yeah. Dude, my it. kid, my kid was like giving himself like rough marks. And the teacher's like, he's the best in the class in reading. He's yeah. the best in the class in, in writing and letters. And, and, and he can add and subtract single digit in kindergarten, which is super impressive. He Mm. is way too hard on, he's being way too hard on himself. And I'm like, it made me think and I'm like, is that a bad thing? I mean, kindergarten, yes, you're going to like, he could be striving so hard. And so as a dad, it's like, do I need to back off a little bit? Mm -hmm. But I'm also very prefable because he's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. But now that I know that he's hard on himself, it's like, do I put too much pressure on him? Or is that, cultivating Isn't something human nature though yeah, Dude, or is that cultivating yeah. something healthy because he sees that he's got that drive to be better and that's where i'm like yeah there's some good there there's also like it freaks me out because then he's going to give himself anxiety how much of being a parent is sitting there second guessing every single situation <laughs> Dude, and going, 90, how do i make this the best parents. choice yes yeah yes well i mean we've talked about it before and i've said man if, if you're not like actively after every session going did i do that right you're, i mean like that's what, that's what parenting is yeah. yeah and it's fun because it is it, it parenting is your children watching you grow up mm-hmm. that's how i look at it i'm still a giant child and i can't help it i heard it brian say hard on again Yes, I did, and I wanted to laugh, and I was like, I was like, I'm a giant child. Um, yes, I also said raging semi. Yeah, everywhere. It's but it. They we we don't grow out of of that. We just no. don't. So when you yeah. were when we were 18 and 19, <coughs> excuse me, 40 year olds, Rona. ancient, were old to me. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm 42. Mm. Like I'm I'm old. We're, yeah. We are old. Dude, I'm like, yeah, it sucks. My body tells me that every morning. <laughs> Three weeks out and so, from being 37. Remember being, Ooh. remember being like 10 and seeing like a 50 year old and they were all white haired and just <laughs> decrepit. Oh, yeah. I'm like 50 not that bad. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you talking about? And I don't know if it's, are we, are we aging slower? Like at 42, I don't feel like at 50, I'm going to look like an old decrepit man. Like I remember as a kid, mm-hmm. I feel like those are like 70 and 80 year olds now. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. All at once, I think. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't think my mom's gonna look that way when she's no. seventy either. I mean, my dad's in his in his mid sixties, so I'm like, he's 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 look, doing pretty good. He doesn't look like an old, you know, like, he doesn't look like an old fart. No, yeah. no, no. It's two R eyes. He's getting he's getting some more gray in you the know? beard. I noticed that and yeah. stuff like that. But um, but he doesn't look like like I don't know what's going on with the generations. Maybe it's because we're not working as hard as our grandparents did or oh, great yeah. we're not like there inhaling asbestos there, yeah. every day and <laughs> yeah. yeah in the sun and smoking cigarettes while having kids i mean right. yeah like yeah we've learned about that. antioxidants yeah. that's true too 
Uh, we're all multivitamins. We're using good soaps on our skins, maybe. Like, like why, Patri- yes, we are. Like maybe the men. organic, <laughs> natural soaps that are locally made, maybe. Locally made, you say? Do you see how I just pulled it in there? Oh, nice. oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Segway of segues. <laughs> that just happened in real life, in real time. Yeah. Who He's, knew? I mean, if everybody back in the 60s and 50s had Patriot Men Company, I mean, they... Instead of the other green bar of soap that they've used for years, Mm, it's a whole dollar to nine. Cloris Leachman would would have looked like she was still 30 years old. Yeah. Uh Uh They were back then... smelling like 80. Well, I mean, weren't they taking like... They were taking like milk baths and stuff. Now we just take a bath with freaking soap. Yeah. Yeah. Not just any soap. No. Patriot soap. Organic, veteran owned. So, so you have a bar of Patriot soap. <laughs> I did have a bar of Patriot soap. You did? You went through it already? bar. And today I went and bought three more bars. And Where did okay, you buy so, those locally? So first, uh, locally, I bought them at Anchor Coffee over oh, at, uh, okay. the, the parking lot in... Um, the Candlelight Church? Candlelight Church in Escape Plaza. Dalton yeah. and Highway 95? Yeah. Yes, yes. Or yeah, you can go to Patriot very Men. strange parking at a coffee stand and walking up and going, so... I'm here for soap. <laughs> do you have soap? Well, yes, I do. Okay, I'm in the right place. They should have oh. a, no, no, no. side of the ultimate order, right? You've seen Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. They should have a drink called the Farva, which <laughs> yes. is an Americano with a bar of Patriot soap in it. There you go. Maybe on top. Don't ruin the drink. Yeah, or the in the box. Or like, like you know, yeah. somewhere like a... Like some it would, be a, it would be a clever like, order, though. Dude, yeah, the farm, yeah. like, have you had oh, coffee look, there? a bar of soap. I got you good. <laughs> yeah. Have you had coffee there? Yeah, it's good coffee. Yeah, it is coffee. I had a granita there the other day. Ooh, I, don't, I like delicious. their Americanos are solid because I like the, ground, the, the beans that they use. I haven't tried just straight. I should do that. Try straight coffee, yeah. Even my dad yeah. was like, even my dad's like, that smells like good coffee. So Al-Anon is a, is a connoisseur of the soaps. I am a connoisseur of the soaps. It's, uh, it's one of those. It's one of my favorite I, things about you, honestly. Problems, yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I happen to really love Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, no way. It, oh, it's unreal. So I, I, I love, I love their their little foaming soaps. Don't say like cu- the cucumber like, melon, but it's delicious. <laughs> there's better ones. There, but there's there's a lot of, yeah. of better ones. Yeah. So I had a couple of them in my house, and I used to throw uh, <laughs> like game nights. We'd get around and, and play Cards Against Humanity and whatnot. A couple and, of them. Well, was more like this, 30 on the started. counter. That's how it started as a couple. And all my friends would go in and be like, what like, are you doing with these like good smells like junior high girls in here. Yeah. Now I've got <laughs> 10 in every bathroom in my household and about 15 under my sink. And uh, it, it escalated quickly. And so, yeah. but that's what made you perfect for this. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, I've got this bar of soap. I'm going to give mm-hmm. it to you before you come in the show. I want you to try it and just tell me if you like it or not. Be real about it, you know? Right. And that was the big thing. Because I'm like, I know he's going to be really, really, he's going to, now really he's got three. And, oh, yeah. yeah, within yeah. a matter of a day. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, when you showed up in my house with it and you're like, here you go, it's awesome. This is the whiskey soap. And I'm like, oh, dude, inside going, I freaking no, it's hate bad whiskey. Decisions. Oh, so, bad decisions. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I'll tell you what, I, I have never, you know, again, love soap, love the hand soap. I use all kinds of different ones in my shower and too. And I've tried the Duke Cannon and all of that stuff. And uh, some of them are good. Some of them, you know, whatever. Um, this one though, man, that was, that was a great manly musky, fantastic scent. And that bar (coughs) lasted way longer than I thought it would for, and it rinses clean, rinsed clean. Here's the fun part. Every bar of soap. Do you know how many ounces that is? Uh, five? Five, 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 point five, six. There we go. Five point five, 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 six. Like five, the military. Five, six. There you see that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. See what I did? Yeah, yeah I love it. Down. Yeah. So I, I may have given them a new. A Props new, to you, Justin. A new yeah. name for a Props new to you, buddy. 
So no, it's uh, Justin and the crew over there, Patriot, doing an awesome job. They got swag now. You can get t-shirts, hats. Their hats are sweet, by the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were actually looking at the, p- the drink, shirts earlier. Yeah, drinkware, beard balm, all sorts of beard oils and stuff like that too. Oh, it's awesome stuff. Um, so head on to their Patriot Men company, PatriotMen.com. I'm rocking the beard balm. Dude, I love it. My, hand-to-hand my hand baby, combat. My the hand-to-hand beard. combat cream. I have oh, eczema. Right I have eczema really bad, and my knuckles will split every yeah. year starting about mid-October. Dude, it's like I've got like my hands feel like a, I don't know It's how to explain it. Like, Dude, I feel like I should have just a layout of the studio here just like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I use mine every day. Let me get the camera I use mine every day. Yeah, it's awesome oh. stuff. So yeah. PatriotMenco.com. Uh, head on over there today. Yeah, love it. Oh, dude, I mean, having a pound of Haribo gummy bears is totally going to give you diarrhea. What is? No. Absolutely. No, it wasn't Haribo. There was something that was selling on Netflix, or not Netflix, on uh, Amazon. Don't tell me the Black Pound or ones. something. It was no. the sugar-free ones. Yes, yes. And they're, and the comments on those are absolutely amazing, hilarious. Did you? Unreal. Look up the, uh, the, the banana splitter. There's like a banana splitter, whatever, cutter. Huh. And the comments are over the top again on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Hey, so I actually We're ordered totally recording right now, aren't we? Yeah. I actually ordered <laughs> leggings. I love it. Nice. <laughs> I, I ordered leggings off Amazon once for a woman because uh-huh. I wanted to know what it was like to wear leggings. Uh, like actual like, that workout leggings. You? Yeah. Dude, the, the, are you he, she, the, the, they were awful. No, awful. They like, I don't know how girls do it. I'm just, not, I, I hate super tight things on me f- unless it's my shirt because mediums are all right. Uh. But like, I don't like that down there. It's the like a cheap part, hotel. The best part was that they had pockets, though. No ballroom. Uh, and I had to buy, like, an extra yeah. large. <laughs> Cheap hotel. has no ballroom. Well, that's right? like, that's like yeah. most underwear, though. I mean, really. Let's be yeah. honest. There's, yeah. there's no nut room at all. Dude, I'm telling you. Duluth Trading Company underwear. Dude, well, mm. okay, so there's them. Yes. You, there's um, two XST Sh- to exist. Has and it also? Shinesty or whatever. Shinesty. I'm wearing the Shinesty ones right now. They're pretty nice. They thing. are. Is du- I don't know about the price. My buddy mm. actually Duluth works for Duluth. Fairly cr- it's fairly expensive. But they are pretty dang the comfortable. The are, are expensive, The other too. thing about Duluth is if, if you work out a lot or you work, mm. they're pretty dang durable. Like, you don't, that is nice. you don't go through them as fast. Okay, yeah. so I've got thicker thighs-ish. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you and can some, put fire starter and, and, and I've got to pull it up over my butt, you know? Mm-hmm. You guys ever tear the sides out of the bottom when you're trying to pull it up your ass? Uh-huh. Over yeah. your butt? Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's my problem. So I've got like 19 holes in the bottom, some of them. Mm-hmm. I, when, I, when I went to Boise... And walked around forever. I was wearing one pair that was like all busted out in the bottom. Oh, no. I didn't think about it. Chafed the hell out of my yeah. eyes. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. And I even, I even, dude, I was dropping the gold bond too. Because gold bond on your butts and nuts before the gold bond is the way to do it. menthol. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's original like a, flavor. I'm telling you, right. if, if you work at a desk job, guaranteed, wake up in the morning, put the gold bond in your butts and nuts, just straighten your, into your underwear, pull it up, go to work. You'll feel amazing. Dude, all the gold long. bond, the, the green one mm. with the plus menthol. It's like a nice gentle breeze gentle. down there all day. Just a nice little. I heard the Biden administration huh. was trying to ban that one, though. Of course they would. They so hate more, everything good <laughs> because of the menthol. Yeah, if they're going to watch me have $600 deposits, why wouldn't they want to know what I put on my balls? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I said that because mines. <laughs> they are trying to ban menthol cigarettes because they feel like the racist. The racist. racist. You didn't know that menthol's racist? Wait, what? Because that, it's, that's it's, literally their reasoning behind yes. it. Yes. Yeah, huh. and it's because the inner city people, or They're they targeted. say inner city people, 
I'm more targeted by it and smoke them more often. I don't know. The people I know that smoke menthol cigarettes are like 70-year-old ladies that (laughs) will yell at you and call you an a-hole without Mm -hmm. taking it out of their mouth. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) dude, I remember in the Army, people smoked them all the time, but it's because they were kind of delicious. Mm. It's like like black and mild with the freaking wood tip and the delicious little sugar. Oh, my gosh. Black and mild. Oh, my gosh. Funny story about black and milds I can tell you off air. I'm not a smoker, (laughs) but uh, I smoked black and milds in the Army. Black and wild, baby. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it's uh, yeah, um, that or the uh, clove cigarettes. I like clove. Oh, clove. I loved those. I love the gum. College yeah. man, dude. The dude. gum's delicious too. I love yeah. clove. Yeah, I, I'm a black licorice guy though. So I mean, that's just uh, like clove cigarettes were so really yummy. Good. Anyway, anyway, we digress a little bit. We're so sorry. We are a serious <laughs> podcast. Let's put on our serious panties. Thirty thirty six. What's funny is that nothing. almost every episode you have to say that. You know, probably. At and some then we point got another, f- and, but then we have another five minutes of nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Do <laughs> it serious? Yeah, we really yeah. try though. So, Alanon, mm. <laughs> Alanon, um, let's get real. Yeah, okay. Like, tell us a little bit about the your tell story us, yeah, or story. Tell us a story. The reason that I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why are you? I mean, we wanted you All on right. obviously because <laughs> why are you crazy here? story? But right. there's kind of like if you could put like a short of the long to preface. Before, like, you went through your crazy process, like... A breakdown before going yeah, through the entire... Yeah, so, like, so, what's okay. your situation as a dad, uh, first off? So, single father. Uh, my daughter is absolutely amazing. Just the light of my life. Two and a half years old. And uh, it was a very, very rough start to uh, becoming a father. And there was a massive... I, I went through court... For a long time, fifteen thousand dollars worth of of custody battle oh, and yeah. <laughs> all of that. Literally. Raise your hand if you, you guys should yeah, 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 high five, right? <laughs> if we were on YouTube, I'm over right twenty. Now. <laughs> yeah, I was over twenty. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's just to just to get any rights to my daughter and and I hate using the word rights. In fact, I despise using that word because it's why not, shouldn't dads be entitled to be in their kids' life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is your child, and your child it's half should, of you. It's should literally have the half rights you. to you. And yeah. yeah, and to both parents, I, I believe. Or you are half of that. it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess the long and short is is that, um, or the very, very short, and we'll get to the long in a second. But uh, I should probably address why I'm choosing to go by Al-Anon as opposed to my name. Uh you're when Tristan soul. first, I'm a sensitive soul. No, you are. Uh, so when when Tristan first approached me and 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 asked me if this is something I'd be interested in doing, uh, first off, hell yeah, uh, I, I've been. It's been placed in my heart for a long time at this point that what I went through uh, is as awful and crazy and horrible as it was. Uh, as I continue to traverse life, I'm finding that it's not that uncommon at all, yeah. and. It, the That's so sad there was say. such a lack of, of hashtag me too, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously, yeah. such a yeah. lack of understanding of that as I was going through it, and and just complete shock of of everything that was taking place, and uh, I'm here first and foremost because there are people listening to this podcast that are going through the same thing, and yep. they're they are entrenched in an unbelievable situation they never believed they would find themselves in. And you need to know that you're not alone. You need to understand that there are there are people, there are men out there who have been through this. There are there are women out there who have been through this. There's there's an entire set of of parents who are fighting tooth and nail for the health and 
life and well-being of their children. And it doesn't just stop like once you get the custody order. Like No, no, yeah. of course it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> something that – I'm sorry, but it pissed me off when I was – You can say whatever you, you, you tell can, me. You don't, yeah. Any don't kind of language you want, it's all right. <laughs> That's well. mild for what's been on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> something that pissed me off when I was going through it was, was the people who had no real – understanding of what it was that I was going through that would just give you the application of, uh, it'll get better. And it was just like, first off, I can't sleep. I haven't slept in months. I'm, you know, all of these things that we, that we've been through and, and you go through that and you, you, you are lost and you're furious and you're broken and you wake up with night terrors because you're absolutely distraught over not being able to have your child and uh, to have somebody say, Oh, it'll get better is, is frustrating beyond belief. Cause you can't see that. You yeah. can't see that there is no light at the end of the tunnel. All there is darkness in, in, in your, in your current I'm not situation. Sure how you guys feel about that? But like you just saying that statement immediately, I can think of like three, four, five guys, like easy instantaneously oh, yeah. need yeah. to hear that statement come from you. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, I'm so glad you're here because your story is from what Tristan has told me is incredible, but I want to hear it straight from you. And I don't even know you, it. That's the crazy I, part. Yeah, and that's, I don't even know the whole story <laughs> yet. Um, so, I mean, we got the preface of you um, being a single dad. You've got, you know, the two and a half year old daughter. Mm. You know, what's your custody schedule like right now? Oh man. Uh, that is a long answer. Uh, is it varied or is it like, I mean, yeah, well, okay. So there was, once we finally got to that point, uh, which took a long time to even get to the point where there was a custody schedule that was being, cause it uh, was going to, I was going to ask down. you, where are you now versus where were you when it started way beyond? Yeah. I'm, I'm almost 50%, almost 50% of the legal custody. Uh, however, in actual terms, because legal custody, it goes by overnights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the mother of my child, when you look at the reality of the situation, has my daughter 80% of the time. Yeah. Easily. Yep. That's probably about accurate. And uh, um, and it took a very long – it was a stage-up process. It was a stage-up because as a man, I, I, I didn't have the ability uh, to care for a child. So is that, is that what you, you, see, you were quote unquote, just yeah, you can't yeah. see the air quotes. Did you ever hear that in court? Cause I heard that and that was, Oh, I heard, I, the, wait till I, wait till I start getting to the court thing that, that, that in and of itself is just crazy. But, uh, yeah. So there was a stage up, up until she was two years old was when we, when it finally changed to where it's at now. And, uh, um, yeah, it was, it was nuts getting there. So it was, I'd have to wait another few months or, or six months or eight months to be able to get one more night. And then another year after that to get another night and, oh, and all so of crazy. this. And yeah, let's just start at the beginning. Okay. So yeah, no, do it. no, that's fine. There. Yeah. 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 Uh, <clears throat> We're going to sit oh, back and oh, say nothing. My, my previous thought, uh, um, the, I, I do want to start on a positive note. Uh, you know, the, the, the entire reason that I've chosen to, to take on the pseudonym, uh, is because, uh, shockingly enough, those people who said it will get better weren't lying. They yeah. didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. And I didn't want to hear it. And it often looks different than what you're going to think in your mind. I have a question too. though. Are those Absolutely. people that said that, did they have kids? Some of them, yeah, and I respect it. Don't don't okay. get me wrong. I no, respected all the people who, that tried to offer me support and all that. I'm just saying that when you're in the midst of that, the 
what nobody else that hasn't gone through the exact same circumstance that you that you have what they can't understand is that you are it's it's like being in mourning I mean, I lost my father. Yes. I lost my father in an absolutely horrendous, horrible manner. And the only thing that has ever come close to equaling that was what I went through fighting for literally the life at one point of my daughter. And then just being able to, to, to be her father, uh, was, was beyond anything that I could have imagined. It it was, it was, I totally agree with that. It was was like losing. Yeah. How did it start? So you said you had to fight okay. just to be part of her life? I had to fight just to be part so of her life. Did this start before, like during the pregnancy stage, or was this kind of like... Yeah, so let's start there. Uh, <laughs> I, I take absolute ownership. When a man loves a woman, they... You yeah, no. a man! <laughs> no, don't sing? Got it. Okay. An erection. Uh, and we lost 15 <laughs> sure. viewers. Right. We don't need to know how the baby was made, but... Yeah. Oh, so not the and beginning. Unless it's very slow. <laughs> very slow. Very slow. Very well. Yeah. I drank well, a lot that night. Some, no. man. <laughs> we can play some Marvin in the background. Maybe well, there some Rob Stewart. There you go. That's the Chianti. Yeah. 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 So, uh, how was yeah, that baby, actually, that was that baby made? Right, right. Uh, okay, was there so, Ina involved? So, when the pregnancy, was there signs that it was going to be rough to be involved? Uh, yeah, so I got I to gotta start earlier than that. And okay. again, owning... I believe in honesty. I believe in almost radical honesty at this point in my life. I believe that it is the only way to live your life and the only way to live honorably. And yeah. uh, that that is paramount. So, uh, in in the vein Amen. of doing that, I I I'm a human being and a male, and I make mistakes. And uh, this was, I want to say this is one of them, but I have the most amazing blessing in the world that has come out of it. So it was absolutely not. There's was meant nothing. To be. Yes, there's there a story to be told out of daughter. the situation that would have been called a mistake. Right? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So I had I had ended a relationship uh, and was really messed up with that, and um, this gal came into my orbit uh, not all that long afterwards, and uh, um, there was some pretty heavy chasing of me and uh, a lot of. Manipulation? Oh, yeah. What it, <laughs> so let's just boil it down to it was a little less than two weeks before I started seeing the reality of the situation. Well, I mean, you are a catch. I, no, I'm yeah. not. But thank you. Well, you are. That's all right. <laughs> so it was, it was less You're not than, giving yourself enough credit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, neither that of the pride best. is getting in the way again. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so within two weeks, I, I realized that this was certainly not a situation that I should be in for multiple reasons. One, I hadn't mourned the loss of my ex. Uh, two, even above and beyond that, um, this was not the person for me. It was we were not a good match. Let's just put sure. it that way. And um, so, as as adult as I could, and as as uh, uh, anyway, just had the conversation. This this is not the right thing for either of us. It's not a great fit. Um, we went our separate ways. And then, uh, so I processed everything that had uh, taken place up until that point. And about four months later, I was thinking through all of that and had been gotten myself in a better place and uh, um, reached back out to this gal because uh, I'm not the kind of guy that just goes and does that and then is like, deuces, Bye. You don't hit it and quit it. I don't hit it and quit it. No, okay. it's just it's just not it's not the kind it's of not person 90s that I R&B. want to be. And yeah, right. so reach back out. I'm so sorry about how that happened. How are you doing? You know all that kind of stuff. And it was really strange communication uh, that that was 
Yeah, I even offered uh, after a couple days of texting, hey, let's go grab some coffee and we can just chat. And immediate, no, I don't, I won't want to see you in person. But then constant text message. It was just weird. Uh, anyway, over the course of yeah, over the course of about three weeks of that, uh, I started putting little pieces together. And then she started talking about how uh, um, she had this doctor's appointment, and then a couple days later, she'd have another doctor appointment. Um, and in the midst of all of this, she also mentioned that she had. Uh, slept with somebody else days after me, less than a week after me. And, uh, that so we're he, four months after that point, right? Four to five. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So I, I, I put something together 10 o'clock at night, you know, and, and as we're, as we're texting, you know, I, I'm thinking, Your does she have rate. an STD? Does oh. she, oh my gosh, I bet this guy got her pregnant. Oh my gosh. Well, so I said, um, just have to ask, are you pregnant? Uh, long time before she responds. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that's a yes. Yeah. And Your pulse re- rate's like, yeah. And the response came in the form of not a text, but a phone call. And it was, well, to answer your question, yes, I am pregnant. And to answer your next question, no, I don't know who the father is. And Honestly, it hadn't even really entered into sure. my mind the possibility that if she was pregnant, that it could, I don't know why, you know. Because yeah. Yeah. you had the pull and pray technique. Yeah. You yeah. forgot to pray? No, no, no. The prayer was there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> hmm. But um, <laughs> so I was freaked. Freaked. Sure. All of a sudden, here's this person who may or may not be pregnant with my child, five months pregnant at this point, and uh, went through all of that, and she was still... Uh, the guy that the other guy that she slept with, she worked with and would still kind of chat with uh, every once in a while. And I'm like, oh, wow. well, what does he think about all this? And she's like, oh, he just doesn't he doesn't want any part of it, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, first and foremost, we have to know we've got to know whose child this is. And uh, um, so do some research, yada, yada, find uh, the ability to have a prenatal paternity test, um, find a company to do it for less than the five thousand dollars that most places were were wanting. Good Lord. uh, Yeah, got that done, and it was weeks before we got the results of that. Uh, And then it comes back, ta-da, it's me. And uh, Your swimmers are faster, congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, yay. (laughs) Uh, uh, And, of course, there was the immediate just absolute freak out of (laughs) what in the world. (laughs) This girl is five-plus months pregnant. Uh, Here I am, a stand-up guy to most extent. And here I've gotten somebody pregnant and oh my gosh. From the, the empathy, just to pause for a second, like from the empathetics point of view, she had to have been having like a moral crisis Absolutely. as well. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, so I, I'm not going to falter for no. like the, the, her response. Well, it's not her story anyway. Exactly. No. And that's, that's a thing. And, and yeah. so, but at the same time I could say is she couldn't have chose a better guy to have a mistake with quote unquote not mistake, in her right? mind not yeah, in her but. mind obviously no no yeah. but for but yeah. you know and i'm a firm believer like things that happen for us is it's you know god or god, god ordains that yes right and so we're going to live out that story to tell it mm-hmm. and so he knew who needed to be the father of that yes. girl yeah in order to tell the story so well, i mean the reality is sorry, the other guy just didn't yeah. give a crap anyway so yeah. he didn't yeah, yeah. it made so, sense and it's still, the, so the, the child still wins in the end because the child mm-hmm. ends up with a, a great dad right thank you so continue. Yeah, no, no, but, but, <laughs> no, but seriously, but, yeah, but continue. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure you can imagine, put yourself in that situation, the myriad of, of 
of holy crap that goes through your head and all of that, um, all of which <coughs> absolutely was taking place. And uh, her response to that was to immediately start pushing, madly pushing for a relationship and all kinds of things. And I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that I'm a few months away from having a child with somebody that you didn't know. You don't know. Well, she, that there were very finding out it was you, she started pushing. Uh, no, she she had had been pushing before that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, she found out now she wants it. No, no. (laughs) I almost went get a one that I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're, you're, you're okay. Well, it it definitely increased at that point. Hitch the chain up uh, and let's go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, I, I knew that a relationship between her and I was not something that should, that should happen. We are, she's, I don't need to go into all that. I don't. It's just going not two different a different direction. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, and that's yeah. fine. And that's what I told her. And and I said, you know, we need to figure out how we are going to co-parent. We need to, one, I need to wrap my head around this. You need to wrap your head around this. We need to figure out what the best thing for our child is. We need to figure out how we're going to do this. And I uh, reached out to a friend who does counseling and got us into co-parenting counseling and um, started going to that. Um, brought her to you know, hangouts with my friends, with my family, uh, just really trying to solidify. My intention was to solidify a friendship and a respect for each other that can uh, serve all three of us going forward. And um, her intention was to manipulate me into uh, moving in and being able to be a stay-at-home mom. And uh, that was very... Up front, uh, it was it, and it was an an escalation extremely quickly to everything that I didn't want for my life. Yeah, to be honest, it was it was everything that I didn't want for my life, an, an absolute, uh, yeah, yeah, codependence, no. but no dependence. Uh, That's what it sounded like. Yeah, and and to have autonomy over our child became very apparent very quickly, and. So I kept I kept trying to nudge and just be like, hey, uh, this 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 relationship thing isn't isn't going to happen, but let's figure out how to make the best choices for our child, and um, and it kept. She even one night started a conversation about having more children together. Whoa. Yeah, let that sink in for a less than a month after finding out that I'm the father of this child who she, she didn't even know who the father was. We're not going to assess her at all. I'm not going to assess her. No, exactly. It's not our which, job. Yeah, We're yeah, just going to yeah. listen to the story yeah, and we yeah. can make our own assumptions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is what I've had to do too. So yeah. so anyway, um, it wasn't- <laughs> like, That was more of a question to myself. <laughs> right. I know the answer, right? I mean, right. Yeah, that's, that uh, it's, it's okay. Yeah, We're which call again, you. the reason that I'm Al-Anon tonight, uh, I, 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 I fought very long and very hard to get to where I'm at with her and with my child. And I, I feel that this is extremely important information to get out there. I think that this is something that I've been led to and called to do. Uh, but I also have to have to protect my daughter and I have to protect the peace that has been made. Um, so going back to the story uh, brings up wanting to have more children together. And I was like, wow, that's not only out of the left field, but not going to happen. And, uh, so like two days after that, we went over to my family's house for dinner and I brought her and um, 
we're standing in my brother's kitchen. All of my family's there. My my young niece, you know, we're all just sitting there talking. And then we're talking about uh, the the birth plan and being at the hospital and and laughing about how when my father was was how far along was she at this point? Seven months. Okay, let's say. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to get context in yeah. the scheme of it because yeah, it helps me say, understand the situation. Let's, yeah. say, let's say actually that sounds about right, somewhere around okay. seven months. And uh, um, we're making fun of the fact that when my when I was born, my dad locked his knees and passed out in the delivery room because he was so <laughs> uh, emotional and freaked out. And I'm a very emotional guy. And and we're laughing about how, oh, that could very That's easily happen to move. me and da-da-da. Yeah. You know, I had, I had this point, not only we were going to counseling together, we'd gone to car seat classes we'd gone to i was going to uh birthing classes weird you out that there's a car seat class uh yeah it doesn't wasn't my choice no they're not hard to put in at all and there was a lot of foo-foo uh quote unquote information and and that's what she's all about is is let's get freaked out by everything and let's anything that's common sense or common knowledge no let's have anxiety anything that is said by a doctor no no, she is the, oh yeah, I will get there. That's a whole okay. other. Anyway, so <laughs> we're sitting in my family's house talking about all of this. And, you know, so I've gone to birthing classes, all this kind of stuff with her. And we're, we're laughing and having a good time. And she, in front of my entire family, pipes up totally randomly out of the blue and says, well, if he does anything that I don't like in that birthing room, I can just tell the nurse to get him the hell out and they'll take him out because that's my birth and that's my baby. And he doesn't, get to be there if I don't want him to be. And we all just stood there in complete stunned silence. I'm just standing there going, what do you say to that? What, what do you, what do you say to that? Yeah. Here you wow. are with my family. Uh, yeah, it was, it was shocking. So I'm dead quiet the rest of the night. And then I'm driving her back to her, her yeah, apartment. What do you afterwards. Say to that? Nothing, nothing. I you was stewing you and, and yeah. just, just going, what in the hell? am I going to do? And you have to look at, you don't, you can't just, you can't just snap. No, did you immediately you know, start you thinking yell, like, this is going to be, this is also the mother of my child yeah. that I'm fighting hard to try to build something positive. So I'm, I'm dead silent. We are half of the way or more back to her, her apartment. And she, she goes, there's something wrong. I, what, what's wrong? <laughs> and I'm, She's very and I'm perceptive. Like, you oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two hours later. There's an elephant in the car. But let's <laughs> yeah. ignore that. Yeah. And I'm like, there's nothing. Don't worry about it. She goes, no, there's something wrong. Talk to me about it. <laughs> sorry. And I'm like, no, don't be sorry. I was like, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about this. <laughs> like, that? let's talk about the fact that you just, in front of my entire family, called me out and said in no uncertain terms that I matter for nothing. And that you can just have me removed from the birth of my child, which I didn't know the sex of because she didn't want to know. Therefore, I couldn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, that that was not only embarrassing and uncalled for, but it says a lot about the complete and utter lack of respect that you have for me in my position. And I'm like, honestly, and, and, and this is this is one of those things I look back on and go, I should not have said this. But I said, honestly, you know, I get freaked out by that kind of stuff. I'm I'm a biologist, but I'm the biologist that looks through things in a microscope. I don't like blood. I don't like all of that. Uh, um, so it's not like I'm stupidly excited about being in the delivery room, but 
it's something I need to do. It's the right thing to, for me to do to be there to support you. It's the right thing to be there for my daughter. You know, and, and here's your have. response. Yeah. Your response is to tell me in front of my entire family in no uncertain terms that I don't matter. And you can just have me removed, which wasn't even part of a conversation. It was just out of the blue. And what you were doing was marking your territory and making sure that we all knew that you were in control. And I'm like, that's, that's not how we should be approaching this at all. And furthermore, a couple nights ago, you were sitting here trying to talk me into having more children with you and all of this. I said, so I said, I really need to get you to understand that we are not going to be in a relationship. It would be wonderful if that was something that, that was able to happen, but we are very different people in very different circumstances and this should not take place. And it would be the wrong thing to enter into a relationship, uh, that was going to be fraught with anger and, and uh, just not right. It's not right. So yeah. make sure that you understand that's not going to happen. And that was when she finally got it through her head that that wasn't going to take place. And then she stopped returning my phone calls, stopped returning my texts, Whoa. all of this. Oh. It was an immediate, absolute, complete shift. Uh, she told me the only, she told me not to, that I, that I wasn't welcome to come back to, the birthing classes that she was doing. Uh, we had names picked out for a boy and a girl. And then she stopped uh, even talking about names, you know, all of the, all of this stuff. It was, it was crazy. The complete shift um, wouldn't let me go to the doctor's visits anymore, which I had not missed a single one of uh, wouldn't let me go to the doctor. Everything just pushed me completely out. And we're going, we, we go to these, these co-parenting counseling classes and, uh, would she would just act like there was nothing wrong. And I was like, look, you have completely pushed me out of everything. And I know where this is going and I know what you're doing. And no, I don't know what you're talking about. You're being paranoid. Oh, oh no. no. So I, I, I feel like I'm not the only person thinking this, especially with the listeners. Mm. What was this girl's plan before she found out about the whole, who the father was? Cause I, it didn't seem like there was an actual plan for her to find out at let's, all. Let's give you some Until background. you paid for it. Right, because yeah. <clears throat> you paid you, for it all. Yeah. Well, what say that again? You paid for the how to find out who the baby's father was. We, right? we split. We, okay, yeah, we split that. So, was um, there even a plan for her to go? Hey, I need to find this out before, or is she going to do it afterwards and be like, "Hey, by the way," or was there? A, was there? It seems like it I was can. Just not I can give you my real. supposition, but here, let me. I don't okay. need to. Uh, she is obsessed with children. Uh, okay. Her only job through her entire life was to be a nanny. Oh. Um, at in her thirties was absolutely obsessed with that and wanted to have at least 10 children, um, moved here from another state, lost 60 pounds and created a persona that again, took me less than two weeks to see through. So let's do the math. So she's mentally unstable. I mean, Both like, right. Yeah. If, yeah. I wish you guys could see our faces. Ryan and I are like, Holy crap. I'm immediately, and I'm saying that I'm going through all of the things in my head and I'm like, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you hear I can't, people. I can't because I don't have the clinical background to, but yeah, you, but, but you hear yeah. people that, that talk about having a, a football team for, you know, amount of kids. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I've never met anybody that literally was like that, especially right. after I know of a couple, but they were like yeah. Catholic and they lived on farms and that's what they did <laughs> right. because they needed more labor. Yeah. Hey, let's and they were kid. bored. Yeah. yeah. What else do you well, do? And yeah. you know, now that, now that I have a daughter, uh, I understand the love for children and oh, great. you know, yeah. if I was 20, uh, I would absolutely have more in the confines of a marriage and done the right way and all of that. But there's a very different thing of that than 
at least the perception that I have through, let's say, fact-based knowledge is that this was a plan because uh, it wasn't happening. She, there, there were no previous relationships. There was this ultimate wanting the control mm-hmm. of every aspect yeah. of it. Here's how I'm going to get a kid. So there were two options at that oh, point for her. One, right. two, two, and and so not only were her desire to have all these kids, but to to be a stay-at-home mom and have complete control, be. Uh, not just stay at home mom, but also uh, homeschool them so that she could give them every piece of information that they have and create clones. Here's the question. Yeah. Does she still Holy have crap. that desire for kids? Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. Every, every, to, to have more you're saying? Yeah. Oh, she makes, she, she, <laughs> 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 I mean, last week I was picking up my daughter and we were, we were laughing about uh, her growing out of clothes and all this. And I said, you have no <coughs> idea how many I've given uh, given away to to friends yeah, that yeah. are that are having children and all that. She goes, oh no no, I save and this is the fourth or fifth time I've heard this exact same season. Oh no no no, I pack them all away and I save I save them for for my next ones. Wow, yeah yeah yeah. Crickets. So so at what so, point at, at what point during this like are you hearing alarm bells going? I need to get an attorney. The alarm bells were there from fairly early on. However, I was dedicated. I mean, th- th- there. When you're in the midst of something like that, I because let's I'm be not honest, tuning, Idaho I, is not the most the, generous state to dads. Let's oh, be honest. Hell no. But I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Actually, I thought maybe the otherwise. No, no. You would yeah. think so, but mm-hmm. it's what I what the the truth mm-hmm. of what I found was crazy. We're get so, there. We're gonna so get there. we'll get we'll get where yeah. are we at? We mm-hmm. we're at uh, oh cuts me out completely. Uh, fast forwarding. You don't need every single aspect. Uh, so yeah. Sorry Gaslighting for joining on. Yeah. On. Parent training classes. All that yeah. Kind of stuff. So yeah. let's let's get forward to the point of you know and and again totally cut me out. Stopped responding to anything. We get very very close to the due date, and I'm sending texts every single day. How are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? I have. My work is very well aware of this, and I've got days that I can take off, and I'll be there with you and and our baby as soon as as soon as they're born. Um, you know, or, or just give me anything, and if I would get a response, it would be hours later, and I'm fine. Ugh. And yeah. oh well, can Ugh. we meet and you know talk about this or talk about this? Nothing, no response whatsoever. Um, <coughs> and then one day I get a text. I feel like a shitty parent right now. All Why? I- I wasn't that attentive, and I, if, I'm sorry. I feel like a dick personally, right? You, it's <clears throat> a different situation. I knew what was going on. I knew what was going on. I knew she was forcing me out, and I knew the plan. Like I a black widow, like straight out, just any doubt. Absolutely, okay. I absolutely. I, guess I didn't have that plan. fear at all. So I did not want my child to be taken away from me, and I, I was. I would talk to oh the, you're being paranoid oh she's just upset oh da 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 in in counseling I would talk to my counselor afterwards and be like you don't see this do you do you not see what's going on here she is trying to completely remove my ability to be a father oh I, you know don't think that way don't you know you're catastrophizing all of these isn't it weird that like some counselors will placate you. And then when it happens, they're like, oh, well, I could have told well, you the truth. But what do you, what do, you do? Too, I yeah. mean, wonderful, wonderful guy. We're still friends and I love her to death. But, but, and, and what do you do in her situation? You, one, there's no ability to change it. So mm-hmm. try to calm me down. 100%. I get it. And maybe I was being paranoid in their mind. You never know. Because, again, they've probably this, heard it all this also, girl I mean. is a very talented, manipulative liar. Uh, 
And again, this is why I, I have a I'd, fake name. Yeah, yeah, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I finally, I, I get a text one morning. Um, I'm getting ready for work. I get a text uh, that says, um, the baby is here. You can come visit us before work if you want to. No, I'm taking work off. I'm going to be there. First off, baby's what? here. How was I not notified yeah. before? Oh, exactly. All of this, I'm, I'm my oh, whole I'm, world I'm is freaking sick. This, for you, man. it was like, exactly, exactly what I knew would happen, but worse, far worse. I get to the hospital. I call my mom. I call my brother. Oh my gosh, they are rushing down from Spokane to, to come to uh, Coeur d'Alene with to to be there with me. I get to the hospital, and she sends another text uh, and just says, "Let them, let them know." Or let me know when you're here because they won't let you in otherwise. And I said, what? what? Because you didn't say I was a father. She didn't put you on the birth certificate either. Oh, it's it way worse. She oh. not So she worked at the hospital at the time and had who knows what story. Honestly, I don't know the extent of it. but uh, And I don't know another word for it. I don't know the technical term that they, were, they, that they used. But she was in protective custody. I was not allowed to go in. Until the nurses walked back to her, said that I was there, and got her permission to. Once I went in, I was watched like a hawk. I was not allowed to take my baby out of the room. By the way, her name was not... No part of her name was what I, what we had talked about. Wow. I did not get to name my child. And she did not have my last name, which was one of the very first things that we agreed on. And uh, I didn't know until afterwards that, yes, absolutely, I was not on the birth certificate. In fact, by the time she texted me, this was a day and a half, two days after my daughter was born. Uh, and my whole head is spinning. My, my mom and my brother get there, and she won't allow them to come in to see my daughter. Ryan, stop internalizing. I'm not. You sure? Yeah. No, I'm okay. staring this in. I'm like freaking heartbroken. I know, dude. It was... It was Like, what do you say? Yeah. There's no words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, there's no words. And it's the beginning. So, you know, I don't want to <laughs> belabor this. Starts, yeah. yeah, it was it was nuts. So it went that way. I, I, I again every detail we don't need. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm probably taking No, do you do your thing? Just hours. talk. Don't. Yeah. No, you're good. This uh, is a story that on, needs to be told because this time. is intense. Yeah. Like, and we're good on we're time. Good on worry time. About it. Yeah. All right, perfect. Okay, so that takes place. Uh afterwards I find out that that, you know, again, um that I'm not even on the birth certificate. And uh, I'm realizing, which by the way, all I had to do was walk up to a nurse and say, I'm the father of this child. Oh, okay. They add me the birth certificate. So I make plans to go back to see my daughter the next day. And by that time she had already left. She left what? It, because once you leave the hospital, it is infinitely harder to get on a birth certificate. She had left and went to her, her brother and sister-in-law's home, uh, and allowed me and I do mean allowed me very occasionally to come spend 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour with my daughter and never alone in a room. And I was watched like a hawk. Now, her brother and sister-in-law, wonderful people. I still have massive respect for them. And whatever it is that they were told, I mean, their their attitude towards me was extremely different than the relationship that we'd had beforehand. Wow. Uh, which was a good relationship. And I'll never forget the first time that I come over and I'm sitting there seeing my daughter for the second time. And she's this tiny little 
It's all right. Dude, you're good. You're safe. We've all cried on this podcast. Yep. Tiny little peanut, right? <laughs> so uh, yep. I'm sitting there just amazed and everything else is just still cycling through my head, but I'm amazed by this life that is, that is, uh, in my arms. And then I look up and, uh, her sister is there in the room or sister-in-law is there in the room with us. And she, she goes, I need to go finish dinner. And she looks at, at the mother of my daughter and locks eyes with her and makes a point to go, is it okay if I leave the room? Oh, I'll just be upstairs. Like I'm a felon, like yeah. I'm like, like you, like steal, you beat her or like whatever, like, like steal exactly. the kid. This Who is knows crazy. What it, it was nuts. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. So my allotted time came. It was my daughter was three weeks old before she allowed my mom to come see my daughter oh my and meet her and my brother. You know all 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 of this. So going forward a little bit more, uh, my daughter is three and a half weeks old. Um, she goes back to her apartment. Her mom comes up uh, from across the country to be with her. Um, I'm over there. I'm over there as much as I can possibly be, which she allows me every other day or every three or four days to come spend less than an hour with my daughter. And again, allows. Yeah. Let's really take a look at what that word allow means for a parent. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there with my child and uh, she brings some paperwork over. And um, she sits down and, she, and her mom's there in the room with us. And she goes, so you know that uh, um, I, she, I know that you just graduated college and you're still looking for a really good job and all of that. And I know that money's hard for you. And, you know, to protect you, because I don't know if you know this or not, but the state can come after you for child support all the way back to, you know, when I first got pregnant, which, by the way, is not true. No, it's no, not. That's not, no, that's it's not absolutely 100 percent nope. nope, not she's true. She's able to work until she's told to take bed rest. Yeah. 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 And uh, so and she goes, so but, you know, I don't want to see you. You know, I want the best for you and, and for our child and all this. Freaking and I don't you. Oh, yeah. she, I don't want to see oh, you go through all of that and. And all of that. So how about, you know, all you have to do is sign this and you're, you're signing away your, your quote unquote rights as a father. Not that I would ever oh keep you from being Lord. with your child, with, with, uh, with our daughter, but this would just be a good way to protect you and all that. You will, you'll have complete access to her. Don't worry about that. And I looked at her, I said, I'm going to stop you right there. And I've been really calm for the last three and a half weeks that you've been doing this. But let me make one thing damn sure in your mind. This is my daughter. She is my responsibility. I love her more than life. And there is no way that you or anyone else will ever take my rights to my daughter away and keep me from being the father that she deserves, period, ever. Am I understood? Perfect. That was it. Well, three days later, <laughs> three days later, and you, you'll start to see a pattern. You, you already have. We already see a pattern. But this, is, this is three days later, I go and I see my daughter again. It's the next time she allows me to come over and see her. And uh, um, at the very end of the visit, I'm walking out the door. She goes, oh, by the way, I was gifted 
uh, you know, mom is, mom's leaving tomorrow and friends of ours from, from back home, um, just surprised me, totally surprised me and gifted me a trip to go back home for the rest of my maternity leave. (laughs) Now let me back up for a second. That's a big gift from two days after my daughter was born. Well, sorry. I met her two days after she was born, two days after I met my daughter and I knew exactly what was going on. I started doing everything that I could to protect myself. So you asked me when, when was the first moment where I was like, Oh, I might need to get an attorney involved. Um, I'm not a slouch when it comes to intelligence and I could see all of this and, (laughs) and I'm like, I have to get any and all evidence that I can recording every conversation. I recorded everything. Every single time (laughs) that I was in her presence, I recorded everything. I still, I have a heart. I have a, I have a terabyte hard drive full. Yeah. Full. Yeah. And wait till you hear the rest of it. But, but so I'm walking out the door and I, and, and she says that, and I'm, I've got all of this. I'm recording all of it. And I stopped dead in my tracks and I turned around and I looked at her. I said, what the hell did you just say? She goes, Oh, I'm, I'm going to a state that I won't mention. Yeah. Literally on the other side of the country. And, uh, said, and, and when do you think this is happening? She goes, well, um, we leave at six in the morning. It was less than 12 hours from right then. Wow. And I said, what? And when, when, when do you, and I'm sitting there doing the best that I can to control myself. Sure. Uh, one, my daughter's there Two, yeah. You can't lose it. Yeah. You can't no. yeah. going through all of this. You'll you get can't. your freaking rear handed to you. In court. Absolutely. Well, they, man, can, just, they can lose just it, but as a guy, right thing. Oh, exactly. as a guy, if you're listening right now, you cannot lose you can't it in lose front your of your shit. kids. Never. Can I say shit? Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I just right. did. You can't lose your shit. Yes. You have to remain locked down at all times. Yeah. Uh, not only, not only for court, but let's just be honest. It's the right thing to yeah, do. There is no grace Take for the that. high road. Let there be absolutely no doubt who you are as a man and as a person and ensure that all day, every day. And I'm sitting there trying to do that while internally I'm just losing my mind. Absolutely. You have the volcano going off. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I'm like, and she goes, well, I just found out a couple of days ago and, and I, and I looked at her and inside I'm like, first off bullshit. There is no way in hell somebody buys you a ticket to take a one month old across the country for three months and didn't tell you. Yeah. My gosh. BS. I'm like, well, First off, I don't believe that for a second. Secondly, three days ago, you tried to get me to sign off my rights to my daughter with the caveat of, oh, I would never try to keep you from seeing her. And here you are trying to take her on a plane. Let me make one thing very clear. You do not have permission to take my daughter out of the state. Do you understand? She goes, well, nothing you can do about it. I said, that Mm. might be. And it might not be, but making sure that you understand clearly to the phone that is in my <laughs> chest pocket, yeah. you don't have permission to take my daughter out of the state. <clears throat> and I would turn around and walked out the door. Next morning, she took my one-month-old daughter on a plane and was gone. And, I mean, very little communication, nothing. <coughs> uh, Keep in mind, through the entirety of this process, I kept trying to bring up, we need to put a custody agreement together. We need to get all of the legality of all of this figured out. Yep. And she, and she, 
I'm still trying to recover from my, from, you know, my the birth and all that. And I just, I don't want to talk about that right now. No, you don't want to talk about it because your plan, your first plan was to get me to pay for your entire life and continue yeah. having children. And as soon as you're like, oh, that's not going to happen. Your real plan is you're going to take my child and leave. And, and just hurt you. How can I hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, truthfully, Honestly, I, I think very think little of it had to do with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she even thought about it. She him had at all. what she wanted all and what, she was going to run. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. But she wasn't thinking about him at all. So, I mean, that's that was the whole process is that all she cared about was her and what she wanted. And yeah. that's all. Yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, to be fair, you know, man, I was really trying to check myself before coming in uh, as I've been looking at this for the last week or two uh, is, is I do not want this to be this big slam session on her because that's not what it's about. Um, but it is it's about facts and it's about no. something that, that people go through. I'm going to stop you there because it's something that Shane told me right when I went on with him the first time and yep. told my story. You don't have to apologize for anything. You don't have to cover for anybody. It's your story. Mm. It's part of who you are. Mm. So moving forward, you don't have to take their side to like burden shoulder some right. of the burden of the blame right. because it happened to you. And I'm so glad that he told me that because I was hard on myself a lot because yeah. I prefaced the entire interview. I literally started the interview. You saying, said it again. What? Stop saying hard on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> but no, I literally started that interview with saying, oh, I was crappy you, communicating. I took the blame like right off right. the bat. You don't have to do that. And I'm so glad that I got put in my yeah, place in thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Because it's true though. It frees you a little yeah. bit because then it's like, no, it is my story. You're right. Mm -hmm. This is part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another individual that was not being a good person is involved. Right. But this is my response. This yeah. is my, what I went through. I'm going to tell that story. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to say that I, I certainly didn't always have the best. I'm not blameless in this. And I, you know, I could not possibly say that. Uh, every single response that I gave her was not perfect. Every single thing that I said wasn't supportive. You know, all of that. I did the best that I could in the circumstances, uh, but I messed up a lot. I'm human. We all do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so she takes my child, takes off, leaves. Um, I'm weeks later, weeks later. Uh, just going crazy, going crazy. There's nothing in legalities that says you can't have the child too. No, right? No. In fact, I <laughs> could have. You know, if you look at legality, you could just, I any time that I had her in my arm, you could have walked out the right door. door. Yeah, and yep. no one could stop me. No, would it be the right thing for my daughter? No. no. Did I think about it? Absolutely. Yeah. No way can I do that though. That just wasn't the right thing to do. And that was what was continually going through my head is do the right thing. What is the right thing to do for this child? That's a for big, the future. Big slice no of matter, pie too. It's huge. Yeah. And, and to have, to have to focus on that while your entire world is burning around you. And that's what it was. I didn't sleep. I, I would maybe get 15 minutes and I'd wake up just absolute panic, nightmares, panic every, all night, every night, all night. So anyway, we are, we are weeks and weeks later after she's taken my daughter. No, I was in Were you raising your hand? No, I was kind of like, I wanted, because there's guys that go through this, right? Yeah. They're listening. What were you doing to take care of you? Nothing. Because we understand like what you're trying to do for your daughter. Nothing. There was no taking care of me at that point. It's I like was, mourning. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah I, it's cri damage I was control, crisis mode. Yeah. Just, the yeah. only thing that Survival. I could do to take care of, okay, to answer your question, what was I doing to take care of me? Everything that I could possibly think of to take care of my daughter that I couldn't access. 
So nothing. Yeah. No, it was I, all I nothing. It. it was crazy. No, I get it. So uh, weeks and weeks, I don't even know the exact time frame, but weeks and multiple weeks, maybe a month after she has taken my daughter, uh, you know, across the country, I'm finally, I finally meet with, uh, no, I didn't even meet with an attorney. Again, I'm broke at this time. You know, I have very yeah. little money in my name. And she knew that. And the ability to do anything was just very, very small. Um, so I go and I take a class of how to file for, uh, how to file custody papers for free. And I spend a four hour class putting this stuff together. Was it with Jay? He is the best dude. Yes, I tell you, if you ever absolutely. have, oh my gosh, I'd yeah. still call him. Oh, he's I great. still have Apparently, to talk to him every once we, in a while. We have recommendations yeah. on the podcast. So hey, yeah, hit yeah. us up if you need that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but he's the only great, person yeah. in like North in the Northern half of Idaho. Uh, and so he's overworked like crazy. So getting in touch with him was, he lets you know that in his voicemail. <laughs> yes, he does. That's his voicemail. The first thing he says, <laughs> I don't listen to these because I'm probably in Lewiston yeah. or Benoit County or whatever right yeah. now. So leave me a, mo- a voicemail. I, I, I'll I get guess. it back to you in the order in which it's left. Like that's, <laughs> and then beep, the voice mailbox <laughs> is full. <laughs> awesome. So a great guy, I take this a great, class, resource, great guy, yeah. great resource. It, there's so much information through the course of that class. I put this paperwork together and I send it over to the sheriff's department in the County that she's at. Uh, I, it took some digging, but I found her parents' address Good. Uh, and had her served with custody paperwork yes. at her parents' house, yes. um, which I'm sure you can imagine. Didn't that go over very well. I'm sure that that next message was Couldn't not good. Care less. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. No, there was no next message. Oh, that's that, that's all what I mean. Communication like, yeah, was it's... toast. But you know what? She got her happy ass back to Idaho. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's good. nothing you can do about it at that point. Once once a proceeding has started. Now, of course, after the she fact, there was there was a lot yeah. of blame. You know how how dare you start the well, you you literally you took my child. You took her. Yeah. And you did everything possible to keep me to keep her from having a father. What's interesting to me is I'm I'm not gonna say I'm judging her. No. I am, but I'm not judging her. I'm not gonna say that. I don't no. like her. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can say that. That's totally okay. But it it's when you when you speak about how she speaks, I guess, how dare you those type of terms, the terminology used when, when it's her reflecting to you or talking to you. I know other people that use those same terms mm. that have the exact same personality traits. Yep. It's manipulative. Exact yep. same. It yep. is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. Yep. It's yep. pure and total manipulation. And it drives and me freaking bonkers. And a complete bonkers. and utter. To this day, and, and we're not even halfway through the story, I guess, but to this day, <laughs> there has not been one moment of a recognition of the negative things that she has done or anything coming close to an there apology. There will never be. And yeah. There will never be. I gave up on that years ago, truthfully. I'm four and a half years past that. Yeah. There will never be a moment. You want no. to sp- hear I'm sorry? It won't happen. No. And and at this point, I'm fine with that. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not my bag to carry. You don't need it. No, no. no you just what need I need, you. I need my daughter. Yeah. And I need to make sure that she is safe. How how big of a relief once you knew that she was on the ground in Idaho was that, though? Like, there had to have been some solace. Oh, there's a story that, there. You want to hear that story? Just like, no. You had to, like, have yeah, happy, hear that story. Happy, hear that story? happy tears or something. So so when when uh, when she gave me the, the information, uh, the return flight information, um, I was waiting for her at her apartment. Okay. I knew exactly when she would get back there and I was waiting to see my daughter and uh, um, wasn't there and uh, wasn't there. And I waited and waited and waited. I went back the next day and 
now here's so I had been by the way my whole I went through every gamut in my mind of what the potential could be I I I thought she might send somebody there to pack up her apartment and then just take it and then literally disappear with my child that was to me 95% chance See, when you're going yeah. she's that going mode, though, to like your mind is like bing, bing, yep. bing, 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 like every yep and you and you take every rabbit trail you can think absolutely and i was doing anything and everything that i could to to fight against that so i would every day drive out to the house to make sure that there wasn't a moving truck there or whatever and uh, um, so there was a piece of mail that was stuck in her door that had been there and been there and been there and been there and then uh, like a day after she was supposed to have landed, that piece of mail was gone. Nobody answers the door. Uh, her vehicle is not there, but the piece of mail is gone. And I'm like, and she's not answering my phone calls, none of that. Uh, so that's when I said, screw it. And I went to the police department in her town. And um, I said, look, I know that I'm losing my mind. And I was bawling. I'm man enough to, to I was, when I, think we when all I finally got all into been, the We would room, all be there. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, my daughter at this point is two and a half months old. I haven't seen her for the last month and a half. I had to file paperwork to even get her to come back to the state with her. Uh, you know, here's the breakdown, the just breakdown of where I'm at. And I think that she is taking my daughter and running. What can I do? They're like, well, you know, maybe, maybe they're just not here yet. I'm like, no, there's a piece of mail that is gone. They're like, yeah, well, that doesn't, that's, that, that's not evidence. Well, you're right. Okay. Whatever. So that was, was I relieved? No, that was how that went. Yeah. Uh, now, like a it's day a, and a half. And you get this one. It's a civil matter. Sorry. We can't really do much about oh, it. Oh, yeah. 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 And so she had told me when, when I finally did hear from her, she said that her flight was delayed. Well, she had sent me a screenshot of all of her flight information, which, uh, you know, I <laughs> logged into the, I, it, it, which included, easy to look it to included the yeah. login and password on it. Oh, she man. didn't realize that. So I logged in and saw all of it. And I saw when the ticket was bought, which sure as hell wasn't three days before she told me. It was two and a half weeks. It would it was a complete plan. Anyway, I knew exactly when she touched down. I knew she had been home for a while and all of that. Anyway, I'm I'm digressing, sorry. It's all right. You start getting I put yeah, this behind start, me so much. Yeah, yeah. And that was part of my nervous of, of uh, nerves of being in here was wow, I'm gonna relive all of this. Anyway, so uh um yeah. Uh, don't need all the minutia. Let's keep going. Uh, start a whole, a whole process with, with, uh, attorneys, all of that. And, um, so she gets back and still barely, barely, barely lets me see my daughter. In fact, it becomes even worse. Uh, she starts setting up times for me to see her at random friends' houses that live out in the, one of them, they were lived out in the middle of nowhere, out in the woods, uh, outside of Post Falls, way what? down, and I'm like, you're gonna knock me off. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna That's kill. That's what me. it sounds like. Yeah, I'm flat out. I, I even Go called the packing. police. I, I said, look, civil standby is your best I, friend at that point. Yeah, I couldn't. I I couldn't go there packing because then. Your what threat. if the plan is knowing that I'm going to do that, and then I yeah. come, and then they have the police come, and they're like, well, you're packing a gun, and I'm in jail, and I'm just. Yeah. Ah, you, you know, it's again, you travel standby every becomes your best friend. Yeah. 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 So that's what I did. I, t- I said, if, Hey, here's the address that I was given that I'm supposed to show up at. Um, if I don't call you in an hour from this time, then I'm probably dead. Come find me. And yeah. this is why, uh, you know, <laughs> and if, and if anybody's listening, you're not familiar with what a civil standby is. You can call the County Sheriff's department or wherever municipality that you're in, you can request an officer be at that meeting, at least to make sure that it happens. Yeah. Then they will usually leave you. They will say, Hey, do you feel safe enough for me to go? Yeah. And 
you know, people don't know about that. And sometimes that is your best friend. Yeah. If absolutely. you're in a situation, you feel like do what you have to do disappear. to make sure you're protected. And absolutely. Safe. Yeah. Even, and if yeah. you're a guy, dude, don't feel like you're freaking Suck weak. It up. No. Suck it up. Because yeah. there's been times where the, if they're that manipulative, like what you've mm-hmm. dealt with, they will back you into a corner so deep that then they can say that you assaulted them because you yelled. Yeah. And that's the last place that you want to oh, be. Exactly. And oh, that, all of that went through my head. That's that's I, that's why I was so glad that I had a recording of everything because I'm like, who knows what she is going to yeah. try to pull? You know, this there yeah. is a very concerted effort to remove me from my daughter's life and to have her have autonomy and uh, all of that. So who knows the, the, when you can lie that easily? You can say anything. Yeah. And and I was prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, I was truly every single meeting. I was prepared for uh, some negative legal legal fallout yep. afterwards uh anyway uh fast forwarding uh, my when daughter was having my daughter looked emaciated she looked emaciated and uh, how old was she at this time because we were we were four months ish right and now we're uh you know gosh just a guess let's say somewhere between three and four months okay did she ever at one point give you an actual address of where she was residing what do you mean? She's supposed to. That's state law. Of where she's... Re- oh, I knew where her apartment was. Well, not her apartment, where she's staying with the child. Oh, no. No. Because that's what, not. that's oh, legally what you're supposed totally. to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, there's... <laughs> legal, legal and... Legal and, doesn't matter. Yeah. What, what, yeah, yeah. I got you. When all of a sudden you... you know, the, cynical, the cynical dad in me with the court system right now is totally kicking in, so... Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's well, that's part of the focus of, of what... <coughs> but we'll get there. Well, I'm almost there. Uh... uh so daughter's emaciated, absolutely emaciated. And I've, I'm, I'm like, she refuses to tell me who her doctor is, refuses to give me any information whatsoever about, about anything. All the, the only, only information that I get is from her and it's few and far between and obviously grossly discolored all of this. Uh, I finally find out where she slips up at one point. Because my daughter had surgery. She had a tongue tie removed. And mm. I didn't find out until after the fact. And I'm trying to get any and all information about it. And during the course of that, she slips up and mentions the doctor's name. Uh, and, of course, since Perfect. I've got it on recording, I then go back afterwards and I go, okay, here's the doctor. Okay, awesome. I think my daughter's in trouble because she looks so small. Yeah. Right? My mom, my mom says it. Yeah. yeah, all of this. And I'm like, and and I, I bring it up to her and she goes, oh, she's just petite. Don't worry about it. She's just petite. <laughs> and I'm like... So I get the doctor's information. I go to the doctor's office and, uh, and say, Hey, this is really weird, but, um, I'm, I'm fairly certain that my daughter is a patient here and it's not a good situation with her mom. I'm, I'm working on, you know, trying to get into court for custody, all of that. Anyway, long story short, I'm her father and here's the, here's the paternity test that shows so. I, you know, I brought anything and everything yeah. that I could. That's the only thing that I have that shows yeah. that she's That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so, and they're like, okay. And, I, and I'm like, I just want her medical records. I want to talk to somebody about her because I'm concerned about her health. And they go, oh, okay, um, well, what's her name? And I say her name and they go, okay. And they pull out the file. They go, what's your name? I give it to them and dead silence. You're not listening and she's on. like, hold on just a second. Okay. And she, she hurries out and, and goes, goes somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, uh huh. So she comes back out. She goes, "Will you step in the back for a second? I go, okay. So I come in the back. She goes, and she and another person are there now. 
who's the record specialist or whatever. And, uh, um, they're like, so you're, you're saying that you are the, the, the father of this, of the, you know, of, and they name her and I'm like, yeah. And here's, <coughs> here's my paternity test and all that. And I'm like, I just want her medical records. I'm really concerned about her. And, uh, they go, well, uh, we can't give you any information. And I looked at her, I, I go, well, legally, I don't understand that because I'm her father. And I go, well, uh, we don't have any information about you being the father. Uh, I go, well, here's the paternity test. And she, I take it, you know, every single paternity test known to man, you know what the response is? 99.999% chance. Yeah. And so she reads through it. She goes, well, it says there's a chance. She goes, no, <laughs> it says there's a 99.999% chance, which is the only thing that they will ever do. If you've ever seen a paternity test, I don't even know why we're talking about this. I'm her father. I'm concerned about her health. I just want her medical records so I can know what's going on with her. She goes, well, to be honest with you, sir, um, your name is listed on it as, as to not be able to have any, receive any information about her at all. Wow. And I go, honestly, that doesn't surprise me. I'm, I'm at the beginning of a, of a custody and, uh, it doesn't surprise me. She's, she's done everything she could to keep me out of my daughter's life since she was born. Uh, and before that actually, she goes, well, you know, I'm sorry, sir. I just can't give you any information. And of course I'm recording all of this. I go, so tell me one more time. <laughs> you're telling me and I say all the names right here to I'm my like, chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I do it again and I go, you know what? Let me make just very sure that you're understanding what's going on. And I pull my phone out and I set it there. I said, I'm recording all of this because everything that has taken place has been so awful and I'm terrified for my daughter. So speak into this and tell me again. You're a mandatory that, reporter anyways of child abuse. So yeah. tell me. Yeah. So yeah. tell me that you're telling me that I can't have my, my daughter's medical records because it says right on here. She goes, absolutely. She goes in it. And it was, it's a note that was put on there when you're uh, two days after your daughter was born, the first time she was brought in. Good Lord. And I go, okay, uh, well, thank you for your time. This is disgusting. But and I was I was very polite, professional, all of that, and I walk out the door, and I'm just like, well, here's another nail in a coffin, you know. First off, that's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Yep. You can't do that. Uh, so I finally get into court, and we're gonna stop you right there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I figured this might happen. Like I said, I'm a verbose. Well, uh, we, like there's it. so much meat <laughs> on this bone, like so much left of the story that we almost would be doing a disservice to try to squeeze it into the yeah. next. It doesn't make any sense. Ten minutes, and yeah. so. There's there's so much great there that and I don't say great like oh no, it's such an awesome it's happy great information sunshine yeah, and sunshine and rainbows but like yeah. mm-hmm. there's a lot that that people listening could take from the rest of the story well, I mean in court's a different story also because this we're, this is all leading up to it yeah right mm-hmm. and that's where we're at right now and mm-hmm. and but, to, yeah go ahead there's there's goodness yeah right absolutely well that's that's absolutely the the message behind all of this, which unfortunately we'll have to get to uh, uh, in the next, in the next session. But uh, again, I know you hate hearing this. If you're out there going through this, you hate it. I hate it. But the truth is the vast majority of the time it does get better. There's light, no matter what hell you go through, your child is your child and you are their parent and it is your job to be there for them. And you will get there. You will get there, my friend, no matter how hard you have to fight, no matter what you have to go through, you will get there and you will, you know, and it's worth it. It's worth it. And, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to an extent for everything that I went through because it made me 
the parent that I am today, when you have to fight this hard to even hold your child and so much more that you'll fight about next time. Makes changing the diaper like better. It makes get, you know, I love changing the falling down and skin knees better. It makes, yeah. yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's, there's one thing I wish somebody would have told me going through all this. And it was like, for me, I look back at it now and it almost makes me tear up because there will come a day where you laugh. Absolutely. Like you will genuinely look back at your story and you will smile. Yeah. Yep. And that, well, but I'm no, not there yet. Well, no, but I mean, like, there'll be time, like, where something is like, but yeah. where you're from, where you are at that time, from where you were, mm. like, you can look back and just be like, God, you know, like, yeah. okay, I'm seeing that it's worth it now. Mm-hmm. My struggle may have been a little bit, a lot harder than it should have been. Yeah but it's all part of the story and it gives you power and it gives you the ability to influence others lives. And that's why I was so thrilled when I uh, got that first call from Tristan. Uh, Cause I, again, I was called uh, after I finally got my shit back together and put my head straight. I was called it takes to, a while too. Yeah, it takes a, it absolutely <laughs> do not expect that to be an overnight thing. Uh, it takes a while um, and, and do the work. Do the work, man, because yeah. it takes um, it takes it. But yeah. but then you have a story that you can share and you can influence other people's lives who are going through similar situations. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so if we could take something away too for those listening that may be going through the situation, mm. protect yourself early. Always, um, if you're going through a, a a kind of a, it looks like a hairy situation with custody, and I always tell people anyways, it could be sunshine and rainbows. We still record everything. Absolutely. Um, you know, Idaho's Every a one Idaho's a one party one state. Party. Yeah. So as long as you know you're recording, you're recording, right? Yeah. Um if you're in another state, obviously you have to check the legalities there. Yep. But um also it doesn't hurt to talk to legal aid. Like I mean no. there's a they have a Not thing called all. a court assistance officer. That's who we were talking about. Jay. Jay, Jay Sturgill, who's in Kootenai County, handles District One in North Idaho. Great guy. He answers any question you have. He technically quote unquote says he doesn't give you legal advice. Yeah. He does not. Yeah. But what he does do is he <laughs> leads you down a rabbit trail yeah. to where you kind of answer your own question via him saying, pointing you to the direction you need Huge to go. Huge amount of knowledge, huge heart. Yeah. And when he, when he can find the time to help yep. you, he will absolutely do so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're going through that and battling like that court assistance officer mm-hmm. is it's one saves you, dishing out 350 bucks to get an hour of an attorney's time. Yeah. Um, which oh, sometimes that you have to eat man. it and pay it, but, um, yes, protect your, it. yeah, protect, protect yourself, yourself early, early, yeah. early, early, especially yeah. if the kids are young because they don't get to advocate for yeah. themselves and not out of a malicious, not oh. out of a desire to win. That was one of my big takeaways is it's not about winning, no matter what your pride says, no matter how hurt you are, no matter how much time you spend (coughs) sitting there going, this is not right. This is not right. This is not right. It's the things that you do, the way that you protect yourself is not just, let's be real. You're not protecting yourself. You're protecting your child. That's what it's about. Yep. Yeah. I mean, God. So do it the right way. God bestows the responsibility of being a parent on you. Absolutely. Number one is making sure that they're taken care of. Yep. Right. And and in the right manner. And you know, so if you have to get into the the dirty fight, maybe that's it. If it's not, thank God that that doesn't have to take place. Yeah. I see some great co-parenting relationships. Yeah. Um, and kudos to those people that can have that because that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I mean, I appreciate your heart. And, and their willingness to get your story out there. And I'm looking forward to the rest of it. <laughs> Part two is going to be intense because yeah. I've yeah. been in the court battle. I mean, it took over two years for my situation. And I'm sure that yours probably wasn't an overnighter either. No, it wasn't overnight. And, uh, and so, you know, I want 
you will be back. Like, yeah, let's yeah, preface that. We're going to promise <laughs> that. Um, look forward to part two. Yeah. 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 So for uh, the Dadvocacy podcast, Alan on our guest. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for joining <laughs> us. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back. Thank you.